because it's the morning it is very strange we've never done Are this you in working the morning. this afternoon yeah i'm sorry man oh that's all right money is good though yeah mm. yeah it well, you know it's it's money it i earn exchange from goods and services challenging and rewarding profession so i'm kind of okay with it cool i don't have one of those no huh? did you receive any content from that sip no <laughs> no no, I just I just sucked air yeah. out of the top of the, the, the thermos. Yep. I drink out of the thermos all the time now. I'm one of those people. You, you enjoy the sippy cup. I'm like one of those people who is like always ready to go on maneuvers. <laughs> so you could be sitting at home having dinner. I'm ready. Thermos. Yeah. No matter what it is, it's in a thermos. Yeah, like someone who wears camo all the time. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Open carry. I'm one of the, I'd be one of those open carry people now. <laughs> I don't think you would be, Zen. Yeah, yeah. I don't it, trust the government. I enjoy watching or looking at pictures of Walmart people. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, there's always that one person in full camo, full jungle camo. Yeah. Going hunting with a big orange high-vis vest. Yeah. Well, I think that's so your mates don't shoot you. But what kind of fucking mates would shoot you? Well, stupid Walmart ones. Ah, sweet. But why would you wear the rest of the fucking camo? I presume you have the high-vis vests on, like, for the approach. And then when things get interesting, yeah. you you derobe from the vest <laughs> to enter deeper into the field to find your... So you leave your vest hanging your on a tree. And then you just open up with your semi-automatic. If you, you enter through a valley... And your vest is there, and when everyone anyone else enters through the valley, they know there's a vest there. There's a there's a vest on entry. Yeah. That it, you people that everyone yeah, it's puts like on leaving a sock outside the the bathroom the bedroom door. To I know not to enter. How I there's some how well does camouflage work on animals? An, animals? Well, because I can see most, how it works well on the human eye, but we don't know what they're seeing. Well, most animals just see animals. Most animals. Just see, just see black and white and like greys and stuff. Do they? Mammals and stuff. That's all dogs see. Cats can't really see colour. Wow. So like, they're not going to get... They'll pick up movement more than anything. Yeah. Like they're not... And one of those wall people, as soon as they move, you know about it, don't you? You hear them move. Mm. You can hear them breathe from mm. a, a while away. <laughs> you can hear their sleep apnea machine. <laughs> Churning away. In, that's that's in, actually one of the most, pump grinding down here. That's one of the most annoying things that I've found in my life is when you're at the movies and there's that one person just <laughs> <laughs> digesting whatever just, they ate just ate. Just <laughs> metabolizing with a lot of air. <laughs> it irks me. Why do we do that? Why do we trap? Burp in our mouth and blow the. <laughs> like, I want to drag this out into two stages. 
It's, no, it's like a silencer. I think they just it's like a silencer <laughs> on a gun. <laughs> it's really not. So no one, because now no one knows anything happened at all. <laughs> Covered Except it. the guy five rows in front of you, Covered trying it. to listen to this wonderful film. <laughs> this one, all these <clears throat> wonderful, <clears throat> quiet British period drama. <clears throat> Do you think popcorn? Is a loud snack or a quiet snack? I think popcorn, in and of itself, is quite quiet when you're in the films. Yeah, because compared because to there, you chips. don't have to open anything. It's right there for you in yeah. the mouth. The crunch is is silent because you don't realize the cheek, the cheek how the crunch. loud it is, how quiet it is until you try to eat chips. Yeah, in the movies, and it's a nightmare. It is. I think that's why a lot of people just eat all of their food during the trailers. Yeah. And then they get worried that they've Out eaten politeness. all their food. But then they also realize this was a smart plan. Because mm. now I, I will not interrupt this film for Isaac. taken chips into a movie and been literally waiting for loud scenes. <laughs> to Because... But see, you could take a bowl of drive chips. drive for politeness is... Well, no, it's not even that. It's this... Because it sounds so, once you start paying attention to it, it sounds so loud in your head. When but you, if you <sighs> if you entire chip inside mouth, close lip, then chew the cheek silence, or just just place it on your tongue, <laughs> Let <laughs> Let it in dissolve. your mouth, and just soak, <laughs> soak it down, and then um, and then just swallow that mush. Now you're having a great time. You're basically having potato stew. It's nice. Yeah. Lukewarm potato stew. You know what? Just pour some water on the bowl of <laughs> chips. Mush it down with a spoon or something. Little, little like those not like a, like not a plastic spoon, but the silicon ones. Like mm-hmm. it's still stiff enough to be a spoon, but it doesn't make any noise when it touches the side of the bowl. Yeah. Cereal. Yeah. Take cereal to the movies. <laughs> Just let it soak for a while. You know how like cocoa pops are usually quite crunchy, but if you leave those there for a good mm. solid fifteen minutes. You're just eating chocolate soup. I took chips and dip once. <laughs> See, dip would silence the chip quite well. See that? Yeah, it was. It, it was all right. <laughs> the problem was knowing how much dip I put on the chip. Because you got You got to. You got to pr- prolong the dippage. So whenever it was nighttime in the movie, I held off. Which is understandable. And when as soon as it was light, I could kind of see what I was see, doing. I don't enjoy taking my eyes off of the screen. During no. during a picture, during a motion picture, you're just glued on. My my snackage. You're like a dog waiting for a snack. The snackage idea is to have it in a position where I know where it's going to be, and I can grab it silently when I need yeah. to pull up a drink. That's put yeah. it down. Yeah, that's yeah. That is the drawback of the chip and dip because the popcorn it's homogenous. It's right there. You know so where it you is. You can just shovel that shit in, like As, a yeah, like like a like an animal. Oh, well, yeah. And mm-hmm. We're not our best selves in the cinema, are we? We're not. I like to think I'm a better person. The in lights the go off and we all turn into the people from Wally. I, I see what you mean. I was, well, no, no, but but we're being better in our minds. Because we're we're taking in a lot because of information. Because we're, we're yeah, we're taking information, you know, and we're critiquing the film and thinking about what we're going to talk about on the podcast. That's definitely what we think about when we're seeing a film. I don't just think about how much I love films in general, and I just like watching them. What are we going to talk about on the podcast, though? Welcome to Exceptional Thieves, everybody. <laughs> a podcast where Isaac and I review and rewrite movies. I'm Sam. I'm Isaac. And what are we going to talk about today? 
Um, we can so we can talk about Spider Man. We have both. We both saw a little while ago though, and we just haven't really had the time to see a movie coordinatedly. See a movie. <laughs> we could talk about Crawl, and I can tell you about it because I saw it. Yeah, but I I haven't seen it. Yeah, but I can just tell you about it. I haven't even seen Toy Story four. Yeah, what? I can tell you about that too. Yeah. See this. I and I don't know. Just the wind completely went out of my sails to go and see it. I watched two and three recently mm-hmm. in like preparation really enjoyed them because they're great films and then an opportunity did come up the other day to go and see it I was just like no don't care that's okay I don't care you don't you, you don't have to care about it I don't but I feel like we hit a point of real well I in my mind there was this point of crazy momentum where there was just a lot of movies coming out mm-hmm and kind of felt like we had to cover them all. Mm-hmm. And then didn't do any of them. I didn't see Dark Phoenix. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. I saw Dark Phoenix. I was going to go... I was ex- I was excited for it because of how bad it was obviously going to be. <laughs> and then I got to a point where I just thought, I don't want to just sit around watching bad movies all the time. Because I didn't used to do this. I didn't used to seek out bad movies in order to be able to talk about them. Yeah, used to try to watch good movies, and then when I failed, I would be angry about it, and then I would talk <laughs> about that. But then I feel like the tail is wagging the dog when we're because it's no victory to seek out a bad film and talk you know about it's how it's be, bad. You know it's going to be bad. The victory is to see something that either people think is good or everyone thought was going to be good, and then point out exactly why it's. Awful. I don't see that as a victory. I see that as a loss for the for the, for, the, for humankind. Yeah, but I don't think that's that... just your irritating sort of nineteen fifties attitude to life. I, I don't like. I don't think it's that hard to make a good film. There are a lot of good films. Well, I don't know how hard it is to make any kind of film. Yeah. Because I've never made one. Mm. So I think it's hard to really say how. No, but people read these scripts. That's why I don't understand... Fair point well made, Isaac. That's why I don't understand terrible dialogue making it into a film. Someone writes it. Mm. Someone proofreads it. Actors rehearse it and then speak it. If you're going to be on camera saying something and it sounds like a terrible thing for somebody to say, you're not going to be like, yeah, this is natural. I feel good about this. Well, it depends... On the environment on set. It depends what your director is like. Depends where you are in your career as an actor. Whether you feel comfortable. People end up being naked on screen. Because they feel too awkward to not be. Because they don't feel like they can voice their concerns about it to the director or anything. So there's it's a very complicated situation. There's a million factors but what at about, play. Like an actor. Still deserves to be made fun of. Playing a 20 year old. Yeah. Saying the line, I never thought it would end like this. Uh huh. People don't say that. Well, you might. You could. It depends. If something ends and you had an idea of how it was going to end and it was, quite frankly, nothing like what you're looking at. Well, this is a little bit more blue than I thought. It I would don't know be. what you would say. What What would you say? <laughs> what are you talking about? Is this what is this in? Um, it's in crawl. All right. 
Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Something ends in a way someone never thought it would. But it also takes place very early on in the film. Oh, right. At the beginning. Quite close to the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning of the film. I never thought it would end this way. Mm-hmm. It just... It's, it's, your, it's where we had the discussion recently of lines that you don't like people to use in film. Yes. I don't like people to use terrible dialogue because I don't think it's that hard to write proper dialogue or just to rehearse something sure listen to how it sounds and be like okay that sounds like we're idiots let's change <laughs> a little bit yeah well i feel like there's obviously lots of people who are not very good at films but they still make them but they still make them and they still and someone still says i'm yes. given them given lots of money mm-hmm. we were trying to watch a film last night Emma and I, we were trying to, because we decided we weren't going to see Toy Story 4 out of apathy. Okay, so last night was the time where you had set aside to possibly watch Hadn't Toy Story Hadn't set it aside, it was kind of on the cards okay, yesterday. Okay. It came maybe, up. Maybe going the to the movies. Was there. And then we, we wanted to watch an action movie. Understandable. But we just, we'd, we've recently watched the John Wicks, recently watched the Mission Impossibles. So you you Recently you're... watched the Jason Bo- um, James Bonds and the Jason Bonds. All so, 25 James Bond films. No, the ones with good action in them. Ah, okay. So, so all three, three James Bond films. All three James Bond films. Thank you. <laughs> that was good. And then... <laughs> um, Wait. So then we'll just... Which one? Just accept Quantum of Solace. Which I, I still like. I don't mind Quantum of Solace if you, watch, like it that... in, if you watch it in turn. Like if, you, if you're yeah. doing a marathon. I like that playing bit. Hmm. Stupid um, film, but still cool. Yeah. And, be- like, better than Spectre in some ways. A, a lot of things were better than Spectre. I think Die Another Day was a better film than Spectre. Well. Even though I I think Daniel Craig is my favourite. Everyone's freaking out about Lashana Lynch being 007. But you picked why? Up all that. I don't know. I think First cool. of all, everyone's misinterpreted what is actually going on. Yeah. Because everyone thought she's the new Bond. <laughs> And I'm like, well, no, she can't be... It. She's not the new Bond because Daniel Craig is in the same film <laughs> playing a character called James Bond. So but it's I just like... he's retired and so the 007, they're like, well, we need to have a 007 mm-hmm. because who's going to, you know, kill people unnecessarily and constantly get injured and be out of action drinking on beaches and then coming back? I like that addition to the mythos, though, is that you can pass your 00 status on. Like, when somebody yeah. dies, somebody else just takes the mantle of that double O. Like the Kingsman people, how they have the Knights of the Round Table and one dies, well, another yeah. person becomes Lancelot. And it makes perfect sense. And it's nice because it, it makes the... Because he's retired in the movie, and then he comes back. It makes the fact that he's retired have very, more weight. Yeah, he's the very fact John that Wick. people have sort of moved on. And, oh, here's what I think. You know how all the John Wick movies have taken place over, you know, a morning... They, I think it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Would do you want time jump for the fourth one? Oh, you mean like six months in the future, or or like a year? I reckon a year in which everyone's thought he's dead. See, his hair's grown quite a lot in the last couple of weeks. Just to give him time to recover from the roof fall and everything. Mm. I, I would know. like that. I think if I think if they pick up the next one and it's just later that day and he just leaps out of the shopping trolley and you know 
gets has has you know like someone just wakes up with a drip yeah and they've just rips got, the drip out and himself. they've just gotten some some movie magic juice yeah and then they're that's fine real, yeah well that's, saline that's how he <laughs> that's how he recovers from his point blank abdominal bullet wound <laughs> in the second one I love that he gets shot in the abdomen with by like a nobody as well it's just like one of those random hit mm. people I think it's the one she's like. She's, she's like playing the violin and she's like text message oh shit just ditches the violin and starts shooting John Wick <laughs> See, and like no it's alright he had this little lie down amongst all these dead people and then he had some movie magic juice and now he's fine so don't even worry about it and we put a bandage on it so what do you want from us that's how it works though. that's how it works if we do, if they do that again well now now it's as I know it's all silly, but now it's stupid. So you do want a time jump? I think a bit of a time jump. I can jump. deal with the time jump. I, I, I think if it starts with him somewhere else in the world. Yeah, convalescing in like Greece with his dog, you know? And he's in, so he's, he's left again. Yeah, Just, he's, he's had to leave the country. Mm-hmm. The homeless people smuggled him out. Laying low. And he's... Because that's kind of a James Bondy thing. Yeah. Like when he's on that wheelchair. I just the, the all three films in that one that one just, time. They're good. Uh, yes. Like hot take, Isaac. Hot take. Then there, it's just something different. It's a film like it's a kind of film people haven't made before, and they haven't made too much massive leaps in changing what like the film is to the next one. Yeah. So like, um, Mission Impossible went a little bit weird by making the faces like. It just keeps getting more and more far-fetched, but it's always fun because it's a Mission Impossible film. You mean the the mask Yeah, reveals. the fact that you can make one in five minutes and yeah. the fact that a person who's well, a, foot tall, a foot shorter than everyone else can just be assumed to be everyone Get, who is. Gets me every time. I never see it coming. Mm, the face crazy. Thing. I never see um, it coming. But I think the steps that they've taken in the John Wick films just to, to increase their backstory and their mythos and... And all of the stuff that happens in this world, mm. it's moving quite cool. Like they don't try to explain too much. You just get what you need, and they move on. Yeah. What I've thought about John Wick since our last conversation is that they—it's quite clever, and lots of movies have to do this. The way in which they make him not a reprehensible character, mm-hmm. because he's. Someone who has historically been, it what well, he's he's someone who's obviously killed lots and lots of people before the start of the first before film. the start of the film, and in these films, all of the action takes place internal to the assassin world. Mm-hmm. So, is it meant to be that all the people he's ever killed have just been other bad guys that other bad guys hired him to kill? Because I thought the point of being an assassin is that you would assassinate politicians or police officers or just people, you know. And if we ever saw him doing that, because we didn't, we also didn't see him stop being that. We just saw him. We came in after he left. Yeah, and he was trying to live a happy life. Yeah. So I think it's assumed that he's lived this life growing up in whatever Russian ballet house that he grew up in yeah um and became an assassin and then he realized at some point i like to think he met this chick or maybe she was a target no that doesn't work for the storyline 
doesn't it? No, because if it was if she was a target, they would never have let him out. Yeah, that's true. Like they couldn't just be living happily in the outskirts of whatever city this is supposed to be. Imagine if a relative of hers was a target that he did kill, but just never told her about. Oh, it. time jump. Yeah. What about prequel? That'd be cool. <laughs> Mm, see, I don't like preachers. Johnny. Johnny Wickles. Jo- <laughs> <laughs> Why did your surname change? I don't, I don't <laughs> it was the past, man. <laughs> After a while, I started to wonder whether Wickles was the most intimidating name I could have. Uh, it just feels like not fair to the people I'm killing if they're being killed by someone called Wickles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's Wickles. It's... The- <laughs> It's Wickles again. Hey, we're the Wickles. <laughs> How did Wickles get so damn good at this? <laughs> With a name like that. Baba Yaga. Baba Wickles. I like how if you look up Baba Yaga, who is the, the boogeyman, it's actually a witch. Like a lady who lives in a chicken house. <laughs> a walking chicken house. Wow, that's really... And really that's his re- nickname. Reinvented that mythology. <laughs> a little bit. Walking chicken house. A walking chicken house. If you Google what? it, what? If you Google it right now. Nice video. Respect. It wasn't porn, everybody. Don't worry. Was not what most people would recognize as porn. No, I mean. Did you type in Baba Yaga? Yeah, in Slavic folklore, supernatural being who appears as a deformed and or ferocious looking woman. Yep, type in Baba Yaga's house. I tell you what, there's a there's a university thesis in this, isn't it? In the, how in how, how and why a an old hag. female archetype got reinvented as a male action hero. <laughs> well, I think it's just that that's the nickname they gave to him. Does it talk about her house? Just put house after Baba Yaga. Oh, in the Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated episode, The House of the Nightmare Witch, a museum exhibit featuring Baba Yaga comes to life. That sounds like a good episode of Scooby-Doo. That sounds terrifying. How good is Scooby-Doo? 2002. Uh, yeah. Like it's... Is that the one where it's it's scrappy? It's, yeah, it's on an island. Rowan Atkinson is in that film. I would, I remember, yeah, I went to see that at the movies, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking, because Scrappy's not really evil, is he? Not in the cartoon, he's just, not a canonically. Little, he's just an annoying character. Yeah, that's kind of a freaky thing to do. To just go crazy and to think and let's the world. Not, well, how about for our plot, the little brother of the, is it little brother? Yeah. He's the little, well, I think, I think it's, the main he's, character, a, he's a relative. Let's have him have gone insane. Mm-hmm. And have turned evil and be operating a giant animatronic monster. <laughs> like yeah. that's a really dark twist on the Scooby Doo. It is, um, but I just I think I that, that film, casting wise, perfect. Yeah, like there are very few films who do that so well. Everyone in that film is perfect for the I role. I haven't seen much of them afterwards. Matthew Lillard has done the voice of Shaggy since then. Like. Yeah. And. I, I feel like you're supporting my point. Um, Linda Hamilton. Linda yeah. Cardellini. Cardellini. She, she's in the Marvel Universe. She is. No, she's great. She is great, actually. Uh, Bloodlines. Mm. Bunch of stuff. She's in everything. 
she's an, she's one of those people who actress. you don't realize she's in everything and then you see the list of stuff and you're like oh all i've been watching for the last 10 years is secretly linda Candelina. just linda herself in yeah there. and then what's her name buffy michelle Geller. yeah yeah she kind of sunk without a trace didn't she a little bit well i think they i think her i mean own... she did buffy so you know you can't have a go at that but you don't, need, you don't need to continue. No, probably no. not, hey. You're good. You're, you're, I'm sweet. Everyone knows who I am. Yeah. Slayed some vamps. Many, many vamps. Mm-hmm. Many vampirical people. Apparently Joss Whedon did a bunch of Buffy Vampire Slayer as well. Yeah. Mm. He wasn't in the show. Mm. But he was, he was Should a... we talk about something? I'm quite enjoying just... Just meandering? Yeah, just... There's Spider-Man there. On the okay. Oh no, going back, the thing I was saying, I was trying to watch an action movie. Oh sweet, what did you end up watching? Nothing. Oh. We, just... <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of failed... There was obviously nothing good. We you know, did the scrolls through the various... It's like, you just feel like such a... Like, just... It makes me feel... Bad. To when you just you're just scrolling through an infinite amount of media mm-hmm. that we have access to now, mm-hmm. we have two streaming services, mm-hmm. and the amount we have at our fingertips and you is just unimaginable. You can't choose something, and I don't want to watch any of it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I want to watch. Just clicking, clicking, clicking. It becomes, it's like, it's it's the tinder. it's like you've got too much food, and you don't want to eat any of it. Yeah, and I don't know why it makes me feel so bad, but I feel like our audience. It's like how Tarantino. So you'll stop making movies if everything is just like going to DVD and the cinema experience were to go away. Like he thinks that's a very, very the important part The cinema experience will never go away though. What we're mig- I think we are subtly migrating away from it. I, I don't think we're moving there now. But if someone came back from the future in 30 years and they were like, yeah, it's just not what people do anymore. But it's still making a lot. I don't know. It's less significant than it once was. I think there is a lot... Um, I think the home media is just becoming more of a thing. Yeah, and we don't know where that's going to go yet. But anyway, so scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Tried, and we so we came to the conclusion we weren't going to watch anything good. So like, <laughs> is there something bad that we might be able to get some pleasure out of? Tried um, the, the 300 sequel. <laughs> Have you watched it previously? No. Okay. Because I like 300. 300 is not a bad film. It's, it's you know, that's where Zack Snyder should be. Mm-hmm. That's the scale and the scope and the time period where his aesthetics <laughs> and sensibility are most at home. Yeah. You know, I think 300 is great. This movie, The Rise of Empire, the whatever, 302... <laughs> Mm-hmm. 302 <laughs> had like 301 yeah 300 301 um, Greeks who are like not quite as muscly as the dudes in the first one because they're not really. Spartans in this one are they they're, no they're yeah they're not Spartans yeah they're Athenians and as soon as I realised that I thought oh what am I doing here yep. they do it's interesting they sort of expand the universe and, yeah. they, and they're giving they're giving lots of backstory to Xerxes which I didn't want <laughs> or need no. actually at all and <laughs> it yeah it's it has like double the budget of the first one which I couldn't believe who directed it though some dude okay. yeah who's not he, this wasn't a springboard for him no I had a look and it's n- no 
And yeah, we got about 20 minutes in and stopped. (laughs) No, we realized we were both just on our phones. (laughs) <laughs> and then we look like are you enjoying no okay alright let's find something else it was not, I mean I, you know, I don't know anything about special have you seen it yes I don't know anything about special effects mm-hmm. but to my layman's eye it was as if they did had one bad looking blood animation and they just reused it the same and it time. was just copy paste and just like change the orientation of it so now it's going left to right now it's going <laughs> right to left and it always looked bad every single time mm-hmm. and they just like we'll just do lots of and like, and I'm a, and I'm a sucker for everything it's doing the Zack Snyder speed up slow down I love that and you know and focusing in on little tiny details of you know dirt and blood and mm-hmm. you know like all Xerxes jewelry like clinking and jingling and there's like it's sort of hyper um, realistic, hyper hyper realistic and hyper detailed, yeah, and violence, you know, and everything's heightened. The sort of the civilizations and the buildings and all the rest of it. You don't need to do much to make me sit through that, but it was it's too complicated. It's that's the and thing I about don't three hundred. The three hundred movie, simple. This yeah. dude comes up, he's like, oi. That's the thing. We're going to attack you. 300's the perfect story. It's it's just small, it's enclosed, and then yeah. they just go to battle. Yeah. And you get to watch awesomeness for three hours. Yeah, it it builds an environment in which it can just do mm-hmm. all of its crazy stuff. Yeah. And you know what's going on and you care about the people in it. This There's lots of politics, there's lots of places. I didn't... The, the plot of 300 happens like in the middle of this film. It starts before it. Yeah. And then he goes to Sparta and is like, can you guys give us a hand? And they're like, oh, you just missed them. They just went to do 300. And they're like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Um, oh, what's going should on? Should we go help them? Nah. And then <laughs> Ava fine. Green's fucking around. On so, yeah. And I don't know. I don't. I can't talk about it for my <laughs> watch because I only watched about half an hour. Um, so then we gave up on that. And then we tried um, the... Oh, what was it called? It's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where you saw the trailer and you're like, oh, that's probably racist. Last Stand. Oh, where, where the Mexican uh, yep. cartels mm-hmm. are trying to come over. Yeah, I thought oh, it's Schwarzenegger, he's, he's you know, in you know in his post in his post. Johnny Knoxville's in that movie, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, movie. and um, Luis Guzman. Ah, oh. so yeah, I was feel, I, I thought, oh, this this could be alright, and you know how you. Sometimes you just know immediately that something is not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. People just standing around. Bad, bad. It was bad. It was a bad script. <laughs> not interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about anything that was going on. It obviously thought it, it thought it was doing some things that were quite funny and weren't. That's and that's a big deal for me. If a film is thinks is being funny and it's not. Who was that's trying a deal who was the like where did they use Knoxville as their comic relief? Well, they've got him, and you've know, got Luis Guzman, and yeah. some other. It's just they're they're, they're all the cops. And so it's like, it's, oh, it's like they've assumed these people are funny people, which they are. They're kind of they incompetent. They don't have to do anything. People are going to enjoy this. Yeah, they're kind of incompetent police officers, and Alice Schwarzenegger's the hard ass guy in charge. And come on, you gotta get it. Maybe the maybe it gets better later on. But we were in such a mood by this point. Does I not have an accent yet? Like, is it American yet? No, he's he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, Isaac. What, yeah, but what the hell are you talking about? But he could he could 
act. No, he couldn't. Ah. Uh. No, he does great acting. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a great actor. He's really... I will defend I will, that. I will watch Maggie. Him. Did you see Maggie? I haven't seen Maggie. Watch Maggie, friend. Mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's like no action. It's just I know the premise, I just haven't watched in it. In a slow burn horror movie. Mm-hmm. And he's fantastic. On that note, have you seen the Martin Freeman one? Cargo? Not yet. Mm. Want to though. Me too. It's in Australia. Yeah, which is different brilliant um talking about random stuff we've seen what is your opinion on the cats trailer oh boy i feel like my thought watching the cats trailer mm-hmm. <laughs> was it's like um oh it's, it's like a rick and morty episode it's like okay. It's like maybe a little, maybe ten years ago. Have you seen people as a joke coming up with what they think movies will be like in a hundred <laughs> years? Yeah, in a hundred years, movies will all where like what people are has changed, mm-hmm. and this is what it's like. Have you seen anything of cats on stage? Not not live. Okay, I've watched there is the, a. I don't, I don't mind a it. DVD of like the original. Broadway cast and whatnot. Yeah. And that is much better to look at than this. Yeah, why is it so CGI'd? I don't know. When when it was It's announced, really unsettling. It's the It's the cats... scariest most it's the prettiest, scariest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Because it's terrifying, but you can't look away. The thing is, cats makes you feel all sorts of feelings. <laughs> but there's no Template for them. None of you've them are got good. you've got no <laughs> reference point for how you should be feeling mm-hmm. with this. Like <laughs> I don't like being scared by cats. <laughs> I don't like being aroused by cats. Like when the when the sexy cats are doing the sexy things. I don't. Mm-hmm. No. What I no one wants this film except furries. What I don't. No understand. one wants it. Is if you have the ability to make a photorealistic Lion King, where the lions mm-hmm. look like lions, they talk and sing. Mm-hmm. How hard would it be, and how good would it be to see actual cats talking, singing, and dancing? They don't animate like people at all. They're voiced by the famous people that they're voiced by, which is how they're going to sell a film in the first place. Yeah, but they look like actual cats. I think the two problems would be. Cats, uh, as the Lion King has demonstrated, animals' faces aren't very expressive. So you, you, I think you would struggle to get photorealistic cats portraying the sometimes quite high emotions that the cats do in oh, cats. I beg to differ. Lion and you good. need them to be able to dance, and you can't. But have you seen make... the Aristocats? Uh, yes, but that's not photorealistic. Yeah, but they still move and they A dance. A 2D animation of cats would be, I think, quite charming and nice to see. Mm. A photorealistic I still think it would be much better than what what they're Lots of things would be better than this. (laughs) Not doing it would probably be better. It's not the best musical ever written at all. It's not really a musical. It's one of the worst musicals ever written. It's just a bunch of songs. And they're all kind of diverting. And you can go, oh yeah, that. But (laughs) Emma went to see it. 
went on stage a little while ago with some other people who knew who knew it. She didn't know it, mm-hmm. and she was furious. <laughs> she was like, "Doesn't what is this? What is this?" She said, "We were there in the interval, like googling this fucking show. We're like, what? What's the story?" What is because you if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna go in there expecting a story. Yep, and you're not gonna get one. You're not gonna get one. You are not gonna get one. Even when it finishes, you don't know what happened. You'll get a recurring old character. <laughs> like And what's irritating about cats as well is it acts at the beginning like there's gonna be a story. Oh yeah. It does a big setup of all oh, the cats are coming together, they're gonna do big group of cats things. This is a special <laughs> event. This doesn't happen very often. Look, all of the cats. Look, and not just any cats, jellical cats, a particular kind of cat is doing a particular thing. Here we go. And you're like, ooh, I wonder what jellical cats are. I wonder what the meaning of this event is. I wonder where we are. And I wonder how all these characters are gonna interact. And you walk out wondering <laughs> at the end. It poses a question. Why do it? <laughs> yeah, there are much better musicals that they could have made into a film. I am um, because I am fully on board with movie musicals. Yeah, well, and I think I think Tom Hooper was the right choice as the director. For this, definitely, I think he's making the best of a bad situation. You know, because mm. his his sensibility from Les Mis, I really like. Les Mis was great because it it really adds something that you don't get from a stage performance. Yeah, you know, and it was it was it was nice to look at. Mm. Most of the people in it were really good. Yep, it was it was good. Sorry, Russell. Like he, I I enjoy Russell Crowe as an actor. Yeah, but he can't sing. No, he can sing more than a lot of people. He can sing more than a lot of people. There were better people that I would have chosen. I feel like him in his Aussie band in a pub would, would be, be fine I would enjoy that actually a lot. with that sort of Shannon Noel energy mm. he's still going I don't no I know a he's lot about Shannon he's coming to town Noel. recently oh yeah yeah not that I listen to Shannon Noel okay but I'm in several friendship groups who mm-hmm. very much partake in the Noel right mm. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a different story but I feel like they should have um, a name like Grassies or something. They've announced like Wicked to be a movie musical. Sure. And that definitely transfers. Like Makes that, perfect that sense. is something you could watch. Yeah. There are lots of shows that you could do. I'll right. tell you what, speaking of musicals, the I was enraged over Easter time. That's recent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we watched um but what's your favourite musical? Favourite musical yeah. Town. Okay. Niche. It is very niche. It was the first musical I really did. For me, Jesus Christ Superstar. Also kind of niche, but I It's like my it. favourite musical. I think it's the best one. And... It's not, but... Yeah. Well, I mean... It's probably it's, the best one that he wrote. I mean, it's hard to... What, Jesus? No. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, okay. Um, and I, we watched the... Uh, like NBC did their live... They do a live Is it where Judas is wearing a red shirt? I forget if he's wearing a red shirt, but it's John Legend as Jesus. I'm going to Google because I'm pretty sure I've seen this exact version. Continue it with your... It was awful. I was... And I, it made me so angry because there's just a crowd of people just, just fawning over the fact that John Legend is on stage. And John Legend... Oh, God. Can't act... 
and can't sing the... See, look, Rotten Tomatoes, 100%. God, it's like, he can't... It's, there's... He, he, I haven't formulated the criticism. It's been a while since I've thought Jesus? about it. But he's Jesus, yeah. But he needs Jude, to sing, like, real high yeah, yeah. and real good. You know those classic notes in Jesus in the Gethsemane song yeah, where that's Jesus a, that's a beautiful song yeah yeah you know how he you know how he gets around that does he speak them just doesn't sing them just like just cuts it off just doesn't do that bit of the song because he can't like they and didn't... he just and he's he's just bopping around on stage the whole time like the journey Jesus the Jesus character goes through in that musical is so extreme and intense and he's just there's a there's a I think that I think it's during Simon's song where he's basically trying to that's con- a good song that's another great song where he's trying to convince Jesus to basically become you know a military leader yeah and um, they're all and they all start saying Jesus will you die for us and all the, and all the rest of it and John Legend is standing there just like smiling just like bopping back and forth just like moving his shoulders like. What what do you think your character's doing in this scene? What do you can you hear? What's what do you th- just? It was awful. It looks. I awful. don't know anything about John Legend. The, I couldn't tell you one. The John rest Legend of the song. cast is great. Um, Judas is good. Pontius Sarah Bareilles is awesome. Was dog shit. Tim uh, Alice Cooper as Herod was pretty good. Um, but but still, um, just Sarah Bareilles. She's fantastic. Yeah, she was right. Um. She's very operatic in her singing, usually, but, though. Yeah. See, what I don't uh, understand... the the I need like, to watch it again to give you, you know, the top ten things that were awful about it. John Legend but, uh, had a very, very small role in La La Land. Oh, that's something we couldn't finish as well. You haven't finished La La Land? We watched about half an hour. I don't understand how it became such a massive thing. It's fine, but it's not a... It's not... It's not what it could have... Like, it could have been an awesome musical. I don't think it's even fine. But yeah, he's bad, and John Legend's bad in that as well. And, I mean, I mean, Emma is the person to watch La La Land with. Mm-hmm. Because she is expert on all the movies it is emulating. You know? Yeah. Those older, older school which musicals. Which is what I... Which, I want films like that. Yeah. Which is why I'm fully on board with well, movie I'm, musicals. I'm on board with what La La Land is trying to do. But it, it doesn't... First of good. all... Yeah, the whole thing... Well, I can't say the whole thing. The first 45 minutes just looked shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really just flat and sort of dull. And there's it no doesn't, it three-dimensionality. Doesn't and none of the songs or the... the it's a nice... The stuff it didn't mean anything. Externally from the film, if you just listen to the soundtrack, some of the songs are quite nice to listen to. They're not... Right. They're nothing spectacular... Like, they're not going to change your life or give you goosebumps or anything, like yeah. listening to old Johnny Cash would or something like that. Sure. But they're fine. They're just... It's a, ni- it's a nice thing. But it's not a musical. Yeah. It's not what it could have been. I just... And I don't understand how people loved it so much. I just remember the, the breaking point for us was when they are sort of up near the lookout and they do a dance. Yeah. The two of them. First of all, it's not very good dancing. It's very, very tame. And... What that like that is that is a classic thing to do in those um, mm-hmm. older style of the movies where the dance is the characters getting to know one another. Yeah. But in that, they're not even dancing together. They do lots of dancing sort of next to each other. Yep. And 
it's it's just it's all unmotivated and undirected and it's just even in things like seeing the rain even in things like seeing in the rain when it's a girl and a guy getting to know each other he'll dance for a bit and she'll watch and Mm. she'll dance for a bit and he'll watch and they'll sing and it's fine but it it feels Mm. right well they've they've thought through why is this happening Mm mm-hmm you don't. There aren't songs and dancers in musicals because it's a musical. No. The songs and dancers are in the musical because it represents something important happening to the plot and the characters. Or it should. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, it's it's different, but most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I felt like in in and it what everyone could not believe how good it was. But it, like but the it, reviews of La La Land are absurd. It's like they don't make movies like this anymore. They never did. They used to make much better ones. <laughs> Actually, they do. This is the kind of movie they make all the time now, which is it's just obey. It's like obeying the form of a of a particular kind of movie without any of the juice that it's meant to have. Yeah, I see. That's the thing. I think people liked it so much. Is because it didn't give them the happy ending that they expected. Yeah, well, it, I knew that was I knew it, that was coming. It didn't like follow like it's a love story. They're going to end up together. There's going to be a complication, and they overcome it. It didn't do that, but yeah. it should have. I I feel it would have been a much better film if it became a happy film towards the end. Yeah. Like it starts off with both of them being very, very flat and depressed characters just living their lives that they're not happy with. Yeah. And then they build it up, fall down, and come back up. Just like a regular film yeah, with songs. I feel as though that would have made the film a lot more enjoyable, not just for everyone to be like, oh, this is amazing. Oscars, you acted so good. Yeah, well, she got the Oscar for it, didn't she? I don't know. She, she sure did she very did. well in the film. I know it very famously didn't get Best Picture. Yes, it very, <laughs> it very famously... Did but didn't get. And very famously <laughs> got the Oscar for Best Picture for about two minutes. <laughs> Wait, before I read they realised, shit, we got someone with dementia to read out the. Oh god, but also, I mean, I'm assuming Moonlight. That's a good film. Yeah, Could've done with some songs, but it's a good I mean, film. <laughs> I mean, as a musical, <laughs> it would obviously it would obviously elevate the material a lot. But whatever, whatever. Um. Keep all the scenes. <laughs> a really quiet sort of intimate subtlety <laughs> but then just put some real showstoppers in there <laughs> make them laugh <laughs> when he gets to school 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 ah <laughs> uh, but yeah um oh man but movie musicals I'm because we're about to be in the 20s again yeah. apparently everyone's going to be wearing suits again now yeah just going out nice. We can go dancing. Cigarette holders. Mm-hmm. I have one already, just in preparation. Great. I'm going to learn how to smoke. That was a lie. I'm not going to do that. But... No. Yeah. yeah. I could pretend. No. Vaping. That's what I'll do. No. I'm not yeah, vape. No. I, just I, I, don't I, smoke. Just take up vaping. I, 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 I prefer to have some dignity in my life. Owning a vape will... will, will no. Will... But you can get them in different flavors. You can get like raspberry. It still doesn't seem like a raspberry vapor. (laughs) What are we doing? What are we doing at the moment? I like seeing people leave work, whip out their vape, (laughs) and just walk along the street, just puffing that shit, and then massive clouds like cigarettes. 
It's a very satisfying cloud you get out of a vape. You There's can, a lot of smoke. I feel like you should be able to do like the Gandalf ship and stuff with the vape. <laughs> I don't know if vapor holds that well. Can people make circles with vapor? But, you know, know how people can blow circles with the, yeah. the cigarette smoke? I don't know. I, I want to know. If anyone's listening. Okay, Google. <laughs> okay, Google. No, it hates no. me. It was working. It was working so well before when we didn't even want it to. <laughs> oh, oh, whoa! Shit, we're on. Can people blow circles in vape? <laughs> can people blow circles in vape? I'll tell you what, it's pretty good, isn't Here's it? Here's a summary from Sig Electric: the easy way to blow smoke rings. You can make a Not vape sm- ring by taking vapor oh. into your mouth and then shaping your lips into a circle and taping your cheek. Taping you your cheek? This, you can start pushing the vapor out with your tongue or short breathes instead. I don't want to know, Google. But that was a nice picture. They could picture have just said of, yes. Yeah, there was a nice picture of it was a Jack picture of blowing his smoke circle. I love that. Google's like, yes, here's some information about how to do it. And here's a picture of Jack Nicholson <laughs> blowing a smoke ring. I often forget about Jack Nicholson. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think about the Shining sequel? Is there a sequel? You haven't heard about this? No. Yeah, it's about it's the trailers out. It stars you and McGregor as the as the kid. As the kid. Yeah. Googling. Yeah, it's based on Google um, something. What's it called? We should call this episode Googling. The Shining, two. Yeah, it's it's based on Stephen King's sequel that he read. Rum. Struggling with alcoholism, Dan Torrance remains traumatized by the sinister events that occurred at the Overlook Hotel when he was a child. Mm. His hope for a peaceful existence soon becomes shattered when he meets Abra, a teen who shares his extrasensory gift of the shine. Together they form an unlikely alliance and battle the True Knot, a cult whose members try to feed off the shine of innocence and become immortal. Oh, wow, I didn't know that about that bit. That's weird, because that's not in the trailer. Based on Dr. Sleep. I did not know that Dr. Sleep was about Dan Torrance. Maybe it's not, you know. Oh, okay. (laughs) See, if you're making Stephen King films, why don't they make a good, like, um, Salem's Lot? That's my favourite Stephen King's book. I don't know anything about it. It's, again, it's basically it, but instead of it being a, a, a monster, it's... About an author, which is what most of Stephen King's books are about. Yeah, yeah. Wonder um, where he gets his inspiration from. Yeah, and it's about uh, vampires in in a small town in Maine. Is that where he lives? Yes. Cool. Yeah, that's that seems to be ev- everything he's On ever your written. Steve. Takes place in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> it was another looks out window sunny day in Stephen King's house <laughs> <laughs> when he sat down to oh. He was writing a book. Red Rum. Well, we got something else to see later on in the year. Yeah. It, chapter two as well. I'm so excited. Mm. So excited. Very excited about the, the casting. Cast. They all look so good. Yeah. Mm. I realised... Um, what's her name? The other Jessica one. Jessica Chastain? No, the, the one that looks like her. Um. Yep. The one Why from, am I bl- the Lois one from Lane. Jurassic Park. No. No. Lois Lane. Ah, oh, um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. I thought she surely looks like the older version of that. I think Amy, Amy Adams is shorter than the actual actress. But Amy Adams also has already played an older version of that girl. Really? <laughs> in the series Sharp Objects I was watching. <laughs> 
I was like, ah, oh, so maybe they thought, well, we probably can't do that again. <laughs> Wait, what's Sharp Objects about? Um, it's uh, like a mini series based on a, a book, and she, a kid goes missing in a town. It's her hometown. So she has to go, and she's a journalist. So it's not it's not and, it, but it's like it. It's 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 itesque. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. I understand. Should we talk about Spider-Man to round this you off? You know, let's put some Spider-Man in you this. You know what I would love? To upload this episode, just call it Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> and we don't get to it for about 50 minutes. <laughs> I've been okay just talking about stuff, though. Yeah. Um, Is there other stuff? Is there other stuff that we can... Um, there's a lot of films coming out that I'm excited about. But there's nothing... I could talk about Crawl, but do you want to see that? Um, yeah, I'll see it. Okay. Maybe or not. But I don't, I don't think we should talk about it if I haven't seen it. Okay, cool. I want to talk about it, but it's fine. I'll put that off. Next episode, y'all. And that's been... Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, what we haven't talked about. Season 3 of Stranger Things. Yeah, I haven't watched any of Stranger oh, Things. Jesus. And I don't think I'm gonna. It, it, like... I don't have anything against people who watch Stranger Things. No, that's fine. I've heard that season 3 is patchy You've and there's wrong. ways in which it's really good and ways in which it's sort of going too far with some of the things that it thinks people want but I don't know I feel as though as television shows go mm-hmm. that's the peak I don't, some, I've turned against the main girl now since Godzilla as well I don't know why she's just a child I know and I don't, I don't, I don't like. Is her. it because somebody chose for her to do Godzilla, King of the Monsters? I frequently will not like children. So I, you know, <laughs> it's just like, that's no barrier at all. Yeah, I, and I and I just feel like I watched the first couple of episodes of the and first still, season. Yeah, and still stopped <laughs> and didn't and didn't continue with okay. it. That's fine. We don't have to talk about. But then things. Sean Astin is in it. And Sean Astin is in the second. I've season. been wanting him to be successful ever since Lord of the Rings. And there it's never is, happened. From watching the show, not one person who gets a role in that show is a bad actor. Not one. Like it's all holds up. The dialogue is great. The effects are great. Yeah. It's just so well made. They like, they take a lot of care in making it. And do you think we sort just of makes me happy? This is going to be the crest of the wave of 80s nostalgia this year now with It Chapter 2 and sort of... This is the last series of Stranger Things? No, I think they'll continue for a while. Really? Well, I read a while back that they planned out five seasons, but I I think maybe the next one might be the last one because the kids are getting older. Yeah. And you can't really have them being like late teens Mm. still doing the same thing. Then it just turns into Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Um, But no, I, I I would watch it for years. Because it's just, you, there are a lot of ways you can go with the story. And they're doing quite well with just expanding their own universe a lot. What's and the, then, What's the best thing about Stranger Things? I can't give you a single one. What's one of the best things about Stranger Things? The idea of the Upside Down. The fact that there is... And that's like a it parallel starts, demon dimension or something? Yeah, so it's like a parallel dimension, basically. It's like the Underdark. The Corridor. The Corridon't, yes. <laughs> um, it exists b- beside you at all times, but you just can't see it. Which is, it's, and it's very well done. And the fact that the first season had one villain from the, un- from the thing, like it had a monster. Yeah. And the second one builds upon that. 
and then the third one again builds upon that and so they're just expanding the fact that this this place exists okay it's just it's quite well done it's like john wick and like they they give you this really? they give you this nice little story you get to watch it and then it finishes but then they can expand it more in the next one etc etc well maybe i'll give it another go I'm not forcing you to do anything, but I do highly recommend it. You did tell me to watch it so that we could do a season three episode. We should. And I didn't do it. No. But. It's fine. Maybe I will. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. How many times have you seen it? Once. Okay, cool. How many times have you seen it? Thrice. Okay. Spider-Man Far From Home, the second in the Spider-Man Home trilogy. Spider-Home. Spider-Home. Yeah. It'll be an apartment next time. <laughs> It'll be a bottle episode. <laughs> just in the home. Spider-Man finds I don't li- I really don't like that both the titles have the word home in them. Ah, oh, it's just a movie. Do you think they didn't realise? No, I think they've done it on purpose. Why? Why not? He has a home. He comes home in the first one. And he's away from I know from why it. they're called what they are. <laughs> well, they've obviously got a plan to have a cool title for the third one. Home, and I just home, want to know where homey, it is. Homey, 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 home. <laughs> Spider-Man, this is your home. True, true home. <laughs> no, um, it's Spider-Man homeless. Ooh, yeah. Home body. Doesn't go anywhere. Just, well. Just gets fat. Hangs out with Thor. I uh, See, I think. Thor 4 announced with Taika Waititi. Very excited. Yes, carry very on. Very excited. Um, I think it's a cool Spider-Man. Fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic film. Per- perfect follow up for Endgame. Yeah, mm. it brings it brings everything back to. I feel it brings everything back to just a world. Like we've had massive stories that encompass the entire universe, and this is a good story to just be like, yeah, okay, we can still watch Marvel films that are about one character and th- his yeah. and his and his life. I think it's definitely at a very good level to follow on from Endgame. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I yeah I I what well, I didn't love it to be honest I don't, okay but this is often my <laughs> that is off yeah that's right. but you know I the fact that I haven't watched this just now I think mean makes my opinion have slightly more meaning <laughs> because you know <laughs> I'll, I'll come out like that was no good and then two weeks later I'm like that wasn't actually that bad that was that was you know now now I think about it but I just I so the story is he. They call it the blip. The blip is what they've called it, which because I, five years have passed, which I think, and these people have experienced no time. That is like a weirdly small thing to call it. <laughs> like, well, I think. Remember, the, you remember the blip? Oh, you mean the thing that would have destabilized the whole world? Yeah, yeah that thing. <laughs> just a little blip. I think that's a. I think that's a way to try to make us just kind of move on from it. <laughs> Well, I think they to, do that a lot in comic books, though. If like, we think of it as just a blip, and not you know, the snapping of death, then we're <laughs> more likely to go death. in the next movie. We don't even need to mention it, do we? Because that's that's the past. I think I think what they'll do is it'll be mentioned every now and then. Yeah. But it's not going to be a thing that involves that that um, messes no. with the story at all. Yeah. Um, what I like is that they, in in doing that in the Infinity saga thing having the blip happen mm-hmm. that's very comic book and like a sure. lot of the time marvel is shying away from being too comic book 
in that they'll have their comic book characters just in a real world and they've made it as real as they can. Yeah. But in comic books, every year something will happen that'll destroy most of the world. Thousands of people will die and they just move on. Yeah. All the time. The story just finishes and the next one starts. So I think that's quite Spider-Man's a... Spider-Man's going on holiday. Quite a just... brave move to just be like, He's got to roll we've had this punches. massive thing that shatters the entire universe and changes everything. Yeah. And now they're just moving on with a nice comedy film. Well, I think it's it's a clever example of sort of just ma- tone management. Yeah. Where, how do we do this? Let's follow up with a little Spider-Man movie and just make it a joke. So you've got the people reappearing back on the basketball court... That was quite well done. Though. And things like that. Um, I heard a good nitpick the other day where it's like, do people come back into reality where they were in space? See, that's the best. Because yeah. the Earth would have moved. <laughs> 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 but could it be the Hulk was just like, no, just don't worry about that when he when he did the snap. Yes. Because he's very smart. Anyway, the, so they make, they make that a joke. I love the slideshow opening. Me too. Comic Sans. But that's another very good way they're making us not take it too seriously. And they actually address the fact that what would be millions of people are displaced by Mm -hmm. the fact that this has happened. So there's like a charity benefit for to like help support them. Yeah. But they don't even let that be dark or serious either. They just have Aunt May um, telling it like it's a funny story of when she came back. <laughs> I'm like, you know all your stuff's gone. And like, <laughs> like you know you have to rebuild your life from the ground up. See, now. I think it, I think This cool isn't thing. a funny story, but it just serves their purposes for us to only really think about it as something that, to show that it's something that can be joked about. And the fact that the audience laughs at that joke, you go, oh, okay, everyone's everyone's chill about this now. And we just breeze along. I think that's For For dramatic smart. purpose, I think it could have been cool to have May not have gone away. So she lived the five years without Peter. Yeah. Because in Infinity War... I think Infinity that would make War, it too serious. It would be very serious. But, like, that's just a cool mm, yeah. addition for her character to have lived without him. And, and now he's back, and now she would actually yeah. be a person who worries about him being Spider-Man. But see, it's too much, because she would have grieved for him for five years. Yeah. They would have had a funeral, you know. No, what if, what if, yeah, she doesn't get snapped, then she believes he's dead, and then but then she gets cancer and dies just before he comes back. He needs an Aunt May. A bu- I know, I'm just saying, that would have happened a bunch of times. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah. Where's my family? Oh, they all died thinking you were dead. Mm-hmm. Where's my father? Oh, well, he thought... He his, died in a riot. He thought his... Yeah, he thought his wife and three children had all disappeared. So after his legs got broken in a food riot, he just drowned himself in a puddle. That's what the world would be. <laughs> and instead it's like, <laughs> there's a Chinese lady living in my house. What, what is even up with... Anyway, what's the deal with airline food? Let's go to Venice. I... It was very fun to watch, though. Like, it was just that once they established mm-hmm. where they were, you had your nice little memoriam thing, which was funny. Yeah. And it, it did what it needed to do. And you're like, yeah. yep, they're moving on with their lives. Yeah. We All can, the kids are good. I enjoy watching them. They're just young enough. You know, they're like 22, Yeah, there's no one like, there's no like 30 year old looking people. Well, there's the one dude. Who looks 30. Because he is 32. Yeah. 
But it's not like a Greece where they're all no having to shave every morning. Yeah. <laughs> or every couple of hours in order to look like a teenager. Yeah. So <laughs> all that stuff is fine. My favorite bit of the whole movie is the teachers. Oh, that was I like that the second Speaking teacher Speaking as a man of science. The second the second witches. teacher um and then later the witches are back. He got the job because he did an ad for Audi with Tom Holland in it oh, last really? year. Which and one? The one where he's learning to drive. Where Peter's learning to drive. He's the driving instructor in that <laughs> ad. And now he's in a Spider-Man film just because Tom Holland was it like, works really great. So that's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. But I think... I also like how, how absolutely crazy the idea of your school trip getting hijacked and then the teacher's just going along with it. Mm. It's like, okay, we're going to go to this city now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's look. so great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Upgrades, guys. It didn't... None of it made a lick of sense, even for a second. And that got to me a little bit. By did the it, end. though? Or did yeah. you just have fun? The, all the stuff... No, I didn't. All the... <laughs> I had a bunch of fun, but... You know, I could... I was, I was, like, I'm leaning forward into this movie. You know, I love Marvel movies. I want to be able to relax into it. But it just... I f- this movie, to me, felt like it just needed another couple of drafts. Just and I think it was my maybe it suffered a little bit from the fact that they have to make these so quickly they now do. that just the story was just a little bit um un uneven and I just think like I didn't feel like Peter was doing that much. I feel like he's really just bouncing around reacting to what is going on around him. He makes the decision to give Jake Gyllenhaal the glasses. And he and he in and he tries to help. He intervenes when stuff when stuff's going on, but he. I just kind of feel like he bounced around in the movie, and then at the end, you know, the big, the big reveal that he, you know, when it gets revealed to the world. Spoilers. That he is, when it gets revealed to the world that he's Spider Man. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, and spoilers for the eight things we spoke about before. <laughs> no, the rest um, of them haven't really affected much, but yeah. Again, that's not really anything to do with him, which is something that happens externally. It's the opposite, and maybe it's intentionally the opposite of the classic Iron Man moment, I am Iron Man. Mm. But that is great storytelling because Iron Man is doing stuff. He is making the situation change around him. I feel like Peter Parker is just, oh shit, this is happening. Oh shit, this is happening. Oh no, a drone. Oh no, this. And... And so, yeah, but I kind of felt like I was like, oh, I hope. I just felt like he was escaping. It felt like lots of escaping. Well, Peter Parker has always like, oh, been a, a reactionary character. Oh, he escaped. Like Good. something will always happen and he will just deal with it. He's not like, he doesn't make plans for stuff. But I think it's also presented as one of the. Well, no, he makes a plan at the end. Yeah, he but he's decides to deal design. with the problem that's come up. And he. What sort of. And I, people are kind of divided on it, but the, what's kind of presented as one of the cooler moments of the movie is when he basically starts being Tony Stark because mm-hmm. John Favreau gives him all of his stuff yeah and is like maybe if you just do some Tony Stark stuff then I can be best friends with you now instead <laughs> and that's him gaining agency and taking control of the situation being like right let's stop fucking around and try and sort the situation out and mm-hmm. you're like yeah alright we're doing something now but and he does something yeah there's lots of I think shit. the 
um, sec the the credit scene where they they make a nice reveal. The first half of it is really perfect because it'll turn the entire city against him, and that's what Spider Man has been for a long time. He's just always been an outcast. You know, it it goes through many phases of the city hating him yeah. and him being hunted by people, and he still does the right thing and he still saves people, which is like that that just makes an awesome premise for the next film for people to be afraid of him because mm-hmm. he is spider-man and and that's been a thing and um jay jonah is always going to hate him yeah and then to reveal Loving the identity straight away that just shakes that up again shakes it up again and like mm. i don't love it you don't love it spider-man is supposed to be that like his identity is the thing he's supposed to protect more than anything else in the world yeah but this spider-man has never given a shit about that well, they, he like, just finished. For, for most of this film, he attempts to, and like they they put it in there for him for for him to attempt to do it. Like, he, the, my friends he, can't know about this. He just finished web spinning around the city in broad daylight with his girlfriend. He helps in Venice with something, but just covering his eyes, wearing his clothes. But he wears a mask. You're talking about the Venetian mask. He wears a mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people can't see through masks. Is he Batman? He doesn't. Yeah, well, he doesn't wear the mask Superman, in Endgame. I wonder who Superman is. Captain Marvel walks up and goes, Hello, hello, I'm Peter Parker. This is my social security number. I pretend to be Spider-Man. Don't tell anyone. And I get it, she's a superhero, but he's never been that bothered about his... See, they put it in, though, and that's them, like, cool, this is Spider-Man. And having the city hate him, having secret identity makes that film so much better. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. It's a good phase ending move. It is know? a very We're good We're now moving on to move. something that... And it's a movie we haven't seen yet. Yeah. You know, so that'll be good. And I love that they didn't recast JJ. I just, I just love That's that it's J.K. Really Simmons. That's he so, is, he's perfect. He is perfect. And I'm loving that as Alex Jones reinvention. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, in... Um, several of the series that's how they've done it like the animated series and in the video games oh, right. Jay Jonah has a, a has a, um, a radio show and a, and a web series and stuff instead of a newspaper because newspaper is cool old yeah yeah Venom mm. get with the times Venom and I read a post somewhere that they kind of want to have Venom and Spider-Man yeah. in the same film but would you like to see Tom Hardy's Venom folded into no, because they've no? attempted to make Venom into a hero. He's supposed to start out as the villain. Yeah. He needs to start out as the villain yeah. and corrupt Spider-Man a little bit. Yeah. But in order for that to happen, Spider-Man needs a secret identity. So he can't be the villain if he comes into the thing. Yeah. And it would be weird because Venom kind of looks like Spider-Man. And they'd be like, why? And they'd be like, I don't know, to be honest well, that, with you. The, the reason <laughs> that Venom took of... on the, 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 the image of Spider-Man was because he was the first person that he, he came in contact with. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And so Venom kept that. And I don't... Yeah. But not Like, now. the Venom film was okay. Not great. Okay. Well, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I think I think that wave... But it's just not... That wave of, oh, not as bad as I thought it was going to be has kind of died away from me now. And now I can really see how bad it is. Yeah. I'm excited for New Mutants, which is the last of the Foxes. Is that coming out? That comes out in November, September. Shit. It comes out soon, but that was made like three years ago. Yeah. So I just want to watch it to know, because apparently it's like proper horror, which yeah. excites me. I was very intrigued by the trailer. Like, I don't know why they've like, held it back so much. That's, that's, that's like the Logan thing, like make a yeah. badass movie. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And then I'm also excited to see what Marvel actually does with characters that like 
because Marvel does good things with characters. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's my thing because Peter Parker no, is the best cool. character. If if he's the person to start oh. off their phase four, he's the perfect character to go through and follow meeting mutants or the Fantastic Four because mm. so much of his comic book history has been involved with these characters and he's always been a part of their teams. Yeah. So I think I think him being the Iron Man for the next phase is a very mm-hmm. smart move. It won't feel the same because it's not Iron Man. No, nothing. And he's nothing will ever feel the same. Mm-hmm. I the thing that was good in this film I think they did capture very well the feeling of being in high school and liking the awkward someone. Love story. Oh, so good. When you were trying to and and it's sort of like and being on a school trip, mm-hmm. being on a school trip with, and there's someone on the trip that you like, and you're just trying to, and you know, there's so many possibilities. Trying to find time to spend because you're them, not at school, but without telling them about it. So yeah. there's so many different mm-hmm. ways you can try and be near them, talk to them. What should you say? What shouldn't you say? They like that stirred memories in me of being in that <laughs> kind of environment. I thought, oh, that's good. So this, yeah, that's that was, that, that well was all very well and good. But um, what the fuck? with um, Samuel L. Jackson with Nick Fury mm, and see yeah see what I don't know what I'm meant to feel about that what before the reveal at the end mm-hmm. I was like okay so he's just still an idiot I feel like they've they've watched Captain Marvel and they've gone oh Nick Fury's an idiot now I guess we should <laughs> stick with that so let's just have him be kind of stupid in this what is he what is he doing Nick Fury. Yeah, who does he work like, Well, for? he doesn't work for anybody anymore because he's he's supposed to be dead. What? Because he, he, he um, like doesn't work for the government anymore. He went on a search for the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he was searching for the Winter Soldier at the end of um, Age of Ultron. Right. Age of Ultron? He's, he's yeah, he doesn't work for anybody anymore. He, so, well, he, like the last time well, we saw and, and him in a film blipped. was the end of... I think he might work for Stark. I don't know. It's, it's just it's not been explained. He got blipped. He did get. Blipped. We don't know what he started doing when he got blipped back because we just pick up with them now. I, th- I assume he just got blipped Driving back and around. just be but, Nick Fury solving solving crimes. Yeah, but you can't just be Nick Fury. You can. He is. Where does he get his money from? Like when Spider Man turns up and they're in they're in the underground thing with Mysterio and they've got a team of other and people. they've got a team they've got. What is it? Maybe Dimitri. It is a, maybe it's a government agency now. Yeah. See, I. But it's not Shield. But w- no. So what? What is? What is he doing? What is he trying to do? Mm-hmm. And why? How did Mysterio convince him? Because I had an interesting journey. Because I didn't know anything about Mysterio. I was like, well, he's obviously the bad guy from the trailer. But that was the other problem what part with this of the film? trailer gave you the, the idea that he was a bad guy well I think when he says like you know sometimes you gotta hurt people f- to do good stuff okay. or something whenever anyone makes any eggs and omelette metaphors like okay so you, you're not it but I was like but I, was, I thought okay this guy's obviously gonna turn out to be bad partly because the elementals or whatever obviously a really shit villain mm-hmm. that they spent two seconds thinking about so mm-hmm. I'm like this better not be what it is and obviously and obviously it's not because they solved that problem really early in the movie but the thing I sort of observed was this movie ha- is a, 
isn't sure what it wants to do because it knows that a bunch of its audience knows Mysterio is the bad guy and that's going to... But they also know a bunch of their audience aren't going to know that. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they... Really I think knew. it did quite well of setting him up as a hero. It did like, quite okay, well. Maybe we've changed this. But I just see some indecision in the movie of how much effort do we want to put into trying to convince people Mysterio is a good guy. I think they put in just enough. Because I, th- I feel like they, they, they put some in, but that meant so... A big, big chunks of, big chunks of his story and the fakery. Yeah. Are really thin and weak. So, so um, I feel like I'm watching a lot of movie where they're like, and it's elementals. Don't worry about it. We're not even going to spend much time on this. And he's moving on to the next thing and the next thing. And I get it because none of this matters because that's not the story. It's, but it's a problem because that's a big chunk of your movie. So for a long time I'm watching stuff and I'm like, oh, I guess this feels kind of shit. I suppose it's shit because it's all fake. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that turns out to be the case. I now just got to sit through this stuff that isn't very good, and then so you think, and the then scene... once the Mysterio reveal happens, like oh okay, the movie started, and I don't, and I'm you know that's just an obstacle they have to get around. Yeah, and I'm not, and I feel that. Do you feel as though that could be improved upon by the first scene when um, they meet in the underground dungeon area, just explaining a little bit more, not having him be from like another dimension maybe, or like that's fine, but explaining he's been here for a little while, he's been helping us out. Because they don't do that, it's just like, I'm from another dimension, I'm here to help you. Yeah, and the film, and I think they were like, well let's not spend more time explaining that, because it's not true. But for me as a viewer, I'm like, well, how stupid is Nick Fury then? Because this is obviously, this is a terribly thin backstory, so doesn't I like I like the just line. make it clear to me what Mysterio did to convince Nick Fury. Yeah, I just, love that's all I need. the The way they did Mysterio, like after the reveal and like him just being special effects, but actually like the one scene where he's taunting Spider Man for that that amount of time, mm-hmm. so well done. Like that's perfect. Yeah, that was all very good. for that that character. That is such 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 awesome. The speech he does where he's a little bit crazy. And he goes the line, people will believe anything now. That's hilarious because mm-hmm. a lot of people watching the trailer would have believed that he's a hero. Like, cool, this is a new... Like, that's really cool. Mm. That sort of stuff. I think he, they did the hero, They did him quite well as a villain. Yeah, once... After the fact that yeah. it was revealed he was a villain. Yeah. yeah. And, once, and when that big illusion... When that big illusion sequence happened, I felt like I was catching up a little bit mm. to, oh, this is his thing. Yeah, and I kind of felt like. Well, that's I kind the first of felt like to see it. Oh, this is. I feel like a lot of other people knew this was his thing. Yes. And now I'm realizing it's his thing. But again, it's quite late in the in the movie. But it was so well done, though. And Zombie Stark. Oh. They just need to put more. Yeah, Zombie Stark. Mm. Really good. America. Really, really good. Like again, once once all that gets going, you know, I'm having a good time. But. <sighs> Yeah, I the just, Nick, the Nick, the Nick Fury stuff. I think was the is the, it wasn't the, we it wasn't the biggest problem, but it is symptomatic of the problems undergirding this movie for me. Where it just, I feel as though they've didn't just I think cut him out. Making him into a comedic character doesn't work for Nick Fury. It works for Thor. Yeah, Thor is a comedic character. That's cool. Every like other people, it doesn't work. Captain America can't be a comedic character. Um, neither can like the Falcon no. or Black Widow. They are serious 
real world characters. Yeah. So is Nick Fury. Nick Fury needs to be a he serious... He grounds it. Exactly. So making him into a comedic element, even in... Cap- well, Captain Marvel sort of... That's okay because he's still young and he's starting out. So to have him just be like a little bit more rookie, a little bit start out, that's where you can have your comedy. But at this point in time, he's supposed to be... He's post-blip. He's post-blip. He should... He's never... But the fact that they reveal that it's not actually Nick Fury for the film... Yeah, so... That's sort of like... whether, Whether that's an addition afterwards in the fact that they've made this film, realized, wait, this Nick Fury is different than what we want to portray, and then they've made this scene to have it not be Nick Fury. I feel like what's going on there is too big for that to be an afterthought. I feel like that's setting up a lot. It has set up a lot. I like that he's in space. And I like that there are that many scrolls now. So, but yeah, so the thing is, I also, I don't want Talos? Talos. Talos. It means he's stupid. Well, he is. He He wasn't particularly stupid in Captain Marvel. A little bit. A little bit. No, he starts off as the villain. He gets revealed to be a sympathetic character. He's not incompetent at any point. No. He's very effectively carrying out his plan. But I don't think he was with a incompetent lot of... in this film. It was just, he was very gullible. That's but that's mysterious of... thing. If you're... <laughs> but that's mysterious. If your that's job thing is, is to fool everybody. Yeah, but they didn't show him fooling them. Yeah. They just showed him standing there... Being Jake Gyllenhaal, going, I'm from another dimension, and they went. Sounds well, there's that scene real. at the start where he saves them from the second elemental. We don't even get yeah. to see the first one. He's already defeated it. Yeah. Another one in the same spot. My God, what are the chances? Imagine if they were real. I think this movie could have been better without Nick Fury. It, I think so too. I think he's there purely for to set up other stuff in the future mm-hmm. you could have just had spider-man and mysterio doing their stuff because when because you can i could believe spider-man has a limited ability to contact and bring in the other heroes because mm, he's a kid nick fury can get anyone he wants their explanation for why they couldn't get the others was Off-world. awful yeah unav- unavailable was the captain marvel thing like, <laughs> wow you didn't even bother to come up with anything <laughs> yeah can Captain Marvel help? I like that they no. call her Captain Marvel though yeah that's I like come that in Peter that's says an that. interesting actually that's mm-hmm. the first time anyone said it yeah um but but like there are there's a bunch like of Black others Panther. there are so many yeah Captain America still that, exists that was the other thing because the whole the, the whole time like Peter Parker's reactive, sure. Maybe that's his thing. He just ends up in situations. He's mm-hmm. like, fuck, I've got to deal with this. But he gets dragged, kicking and screaming, into this situation yeah. by Nick Fury. And that didn't work for me at all. It's like, Nick Fury, what are you doing? This guy, I get it. He's strong and he can do webs and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's 16. Just give him a couple of years. You've got 20 other dudes. <laughs> You've got 20 other people. Like, who've done a lot of this kind of stuff before. I like before. the term Avengers level threat. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that, yeah. And I do... The, the final battle was great. It was real good. The thing is, the kind of... The, like the elementals, mm. there's nothing... To go through what Nick Fury slash Talos is thinking, there's... N- I don't understand how you look at the elementals and go... You know who we bloody need? Spider-Man. We need a man with the powers of a spider <laughs> to deal with 
Something We need which someone who could, punches, we, who physically touches his enemies, and that's how he defeats them, is yes. by getting in contact with them. Yeah, who gets up very close and, and yeah. sort of fights them hand-to-hand combat. That's who we need to destroy this a world-destroying lava fire monster. <laughs> Not someone like Captain Marvel who doesn't need to touch anybody. No. Mm. Or, yeah, or an, anyone. Basically, we don't need Superman. Because I don't, I don't think if they ever say it in the movie, what... Do they want him to do? Like Spider, he's like, dude, Spider Man. You, we need you. But look, yeah. Mysterio, he can shoot the green, mm-hmm. and he's very good at it. But just say something like, "But the thing Mysterio can't do I is this." What it should have been, and so we definitely need you there. The having of Nick Fury, he should be in the film, but he should be an illusion. The entire Nick Fury story that would should be, be better. an illusion because then it's Mysterio yes. making the whole illusion. So he finds Peter Parker because his people know that Peter Parker's getting the glasses anyway. Yes. So Happy gives the glasses in. Peter sees Nick Fury. Nick Fury's like, you got to come help us. you got to come help us. I can't. I'm on my school trip, bro. That explains doing... it all. Exactly. And the whole time you're like, Nick Fury, what the fuck are you doing? This and maybe that's what they thought. But no, it ma- he's I, like, an It would have been a draft. Like that—that that makes a good film, actually. If Nick Fury is, that's like, much better. Mm, yeah, and then it's—it's it's literally Peter against Mysterio for the whole mm. thing, and Nick Fury's there, and we get Nick Fury in the trailers. We get a comedic Nick Fury a little bit because yeah. it's not Nick Fury. Yeah, and the whole yeah, the whole time like, can't you help him again? Air support. Yeah, and that explains also Call not in being air able support. to not being able to contact your other ones because he's not real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and yeah, it's like, and they just have kind of there. Yeah, that's why they have bad excuses why they can't contact anyone else. Mm. It oh, works. that's so much better. It works. Yeah, we fixed it. Congratulations, Marvel. We're here all the time. You can contact us at um. Where can you contact us? I like Happy being in it. Me too. I like that if but Happy's also, in it though. Why are you fucking up that poor person's tulip field? <laughs> I know we've been land on the road, you <laughs> dick. But it's the Netherlands. And yeah, and then he says, we've been hovering over this tulip field for 20 minutes. Like, oh, just in case there were any left. <laughs> just in case there were any left on the ground. There were you just blasted them with your hover engines. would have been. Yeah. Like, tulips are not that strong. They don't even... It doesn't <laughs> even cross their mind. Like, they... They use those... It was good. ...to sell. But it was comedy. No, no Happy it wasn't. Happy just drops a check out. He's it like, wasn't comedy. It just grand. looked nice. It they don't. Nice. They, they don't do it as a joke that they've just bought <laughs> the tulip field. It's like you know what? Look, you know what would really communicate that we're in Europe and we're far from home? Tulips. <laughs> they grow flowers here, right? So yeah, they do. Die Hard to Airbender. For Spider Man. Yeah. Because I loved it so much, it gets an eight. Homie from Home. Eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I would give it a six. Fair enough. The problem is with our rating system. Most films are going to be like four, five, six. Well, it's going to talk about crawl, Sam. There's going to be a real bell curve. <laughs> nah, Spider Man was good, and we fixed it. So um, Marvel can contact us at any time if they want help writing films. Uh, yep, as you as you guys can tell, we um, and as you can tell from our track record of filmmaking, yeah, we're much better. Well, we have it. never and made a bad film, Sam. That's true. <laughs> That is true. Maybe that's why we shouldn't make any. Because uh, that will break our perfect streak <laughs> of having never made a bad one. 
You know what? You know what I. You know what I thought, and we can we can finish on this. Sweet. We need a word like the world needs a word for comic bookie. Comic bookesque. Something because people things keep getting described as being comic booky. And That's I, very comic book. What was yeah. good about this movie was the way it was more comic booky than other ones, mm-hmm. and it gets said a lot, it and does. it sounds shit. Well, we need a word for that. Okay. There's probably a German word. Yeah. There's a German word for everything. Der Schlugende Steigenstag. Ah, that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's the sense of sadness when something is not as much like a comic book as it could be. And your name is Brian. That's that's <laughs> what that word means. Mm. So if anyone out there has any ideas, they can let us know. They can follow us on Twitter. They can. At Exceptional Thieves. Or they can put it in an email to exceptionalthebes at gmail.com. Um, thanks for listening to us. Um, thanks for listening. This was a bit of a weird one. Maybe I'll just cut strange. the whole beginning bit and we'll just We did talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Home, Home from Home. What if we put the Spider-Man Home from... Spider-Man 3.0. Um, home on the Range. <laughs> <laughs> What's the um, Find My Way Home movie? That uh, Like the cat and dog going on their venture across yeah, the Yeah, I was trying to think of that yeah. one as well. <laughs> Because that's long, long the, way home. That's what's that's the, that's the next Spider-Man film. Long, it's just him getting back from Europe. <laughs> just oh. um, <laughs> just we, just in customs, <laughs> and just our oh, flights delayed, delayed. Nick Fury unavailable. <laughs> illusion. It's an illusion. You're not even in the airport. I'm not even here. <laughs> I'm not. But also, I like I like that the, <laughs> the illusion. I'm not even here. <laughs> I like that the ball guy took the USB of the footage and has obviously sent that to somebody and just edited it. But I like that he just has that now, so we can still have a mystery. It's just not Jake Gyllenhaal anymore. It's just somebody else wearing the costume. I really do. Do, do you think he died at the end? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. Did. Jake Gyllenhaal was dead. I really didn't want that to happen. Why do they keep doing this? Well, they don't do this all the time. The Vulture's still alive. Yeah, he's like the one. Killmonger died. They come when they come up with these great villains. I'm like, just bank them, guys. Just freeze them. Just they just need some sort of villain jail mm. that they can put them in. One day we do a great villain jail Maybe movie. Maybe the next movie will be Sinister Six. And just bring them and bring them back in like ten years or not. But just I like having the option. I want. I hate that they they're in. You know, you have a, a top shelf actor like Jack Gyllenhaal, who is obviously a really interesting villain with a fascinating ability, and mm. we get what two hours of it. And then never again. Well, we'll find out. It's a real shame. He, he, he could be an illusion. Michael, say Michael B. Jordan. How about, this came up the other day, Michael B. Jordan, next Bond. I'd watch it. He's not British. I know, but that's not a rule. People well, got upset because Daniel Craig is blonde. It's kind of a rule. Well, he'd play the character English, but it doesn't have to be an English actor. It's been an English actor till now, except the one Australian Hardly guy. any of them. That, um, Pierce Brosnan's Irish. He's been a UK actor. One of them's, one of them, I think like two of them are Irish, one of them's Welsh, Sean Connery's Scottish, hardly any of them have been one English. One of them's an Australian. One of them's Australian. For I film. Daniel Craig's like the first English Bond. He's so, real good though. He's let's expand good. it. I'd watch Michael B. Jordan. I, wa- I, I kind of... I'm just trying to think of young Idris I Elvis. kind of do want a young a young actor to be Bond. Yeah, I think, I think that's definitely where they should go. Yeah. Because it'd be different. Yeah, I want... But also, I like the idea of not a James Bond. I like the idea of 007 being passed to a new character and just having your spy films involve a 007, but it's not a James Bond film. I would be I would be open to 
an expanding of the universe. Yeah. And I'd, 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 I think, have James Bond as your 007, but who's 006? Who's 005? Yeah, well, if you have your James and Bond as 007, the James Bond character can be like 70. Yeah. Like, still be Daniel Craig in I'd 20 like, years' time. <laughs> James Bond comes back, and do a Lashana Lynch movie, be like, but that's mine. <laughs> you can be double O whatever you want, mate. <laughs> I'm James Bond. I don't know Bond. if you know, but I'm James Bond. All it's right? like M- I've, I'm M- James Bond. Ever heard of it? Money Penny. Like, they're all different actors. Yeah. The character still exists. <laughs> what if James Bond becomes the Money Penny? Yeah, like, just... he just gets benched? Look, James, yeah, you're, a, you're a little bit old, man. Um, do you want to come just work I'm in the office? Look, I know you're on the waiting list for the knee replacement. <laughs> After that, we'll see about we'll do some tests. He's like, oh, God damn it. He doesn't pass a physical. <laughs> Well, they do that in yeah. one of them. He doesn't pass any of it. I love that. Yeah. I love that when he's old and mm. suffering. It works. All right. I wanted to do some of that in the last Mission Impossibles as well. Because he's old as shit. He's so old. He's still just doing stuff. Trailer for Top Gun. Seen trailer it? for Top Gun. I'm I'm on board. It doesn't come out for a year. Really? And there's a two minute trailer. Oh, they've got plenty out. of time to make some nice little homo- homoerotic references. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to play volleyball it, again. What sport could they play shirtless in this film? We're not at Football. war. What happens in it? Like, <laughs> no. what did the, we were in the other one. He's flying in the snow at one point. <laughs> what are you doing? I think he's a teacher. No, wait. He's still operational, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's just That's out the thing, there yeah. doing the exact same thing. <laughs> he's just washed up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that in the trailer for that, someone is saying to Tom Cruise, you're really, really old and you keep trying to Kill yourself. <laughs> Tom uh, Cruise is like, that's a bit on the nose, um, but yes. So they've started that filming Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill and wow. Ted 3, they've started filming. Keanu shaved for it. You know, We Heart Hartnett. Yeah. The Josh Hartnett Filmography Podcast. Those guys have restarted. Can't get enough of Keanu. Oh, that's a perfect idea. I'd love if they finish up just as that comes out. Keanu's People should listen to it. They did, they did the John Wick movies first. That was really fun. Much better than our stuff. I would have started chronologically. <laughs> yeah, well, they normally do. Well, they did the first time, but then yeah. they thought John Wick 3 has just come out. It would be weird to talk about that in 20 weeks' time. <laughs> so they just did John Wick, and so then they've gone back to the start. Okay. To some real weird films. There are some weird films that he's been a part of. Right, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, Christine. See you next time. Sam's typing in a password. Well, that was fun.